Hello, internet babies. This is your internet dad, and I'm here to take care of you. We back with you again, and we got a good episode coming your way. I hope you're ready. If you are, keep listening. It's coming up. One, two, three, four. Welcome back to True Story Bro. I am Blake, and as always, I am here with my co-host, Brandon. What's up, Brandon? What's going on? How you doing this evening? We're recording kind of in the evening hours. Doing pretty solid, doing pretty solid. How about you? Oh, doing pretty good, man. It's been a long week. I uh, recently saw a Video of a young man circumcising a full-length Slim Jim, so <laughs> I uh, thought I should tell you about that. Did you watch intently? Yeah, he, uh, this guy on TikTok, I, I would give you his name, but I don't really want to go search for it, take a bunch of time, but <clears throat> he, he goes to, like, the dollar store and buys these weird foods and, like, the dollar sirloin steaks and stuff that they have there, and... Mm-hmm. He'll cook them and do reviews, but he said that he doesn't like eating the skin from Slim Jims, so he just rips off the casing. It was, it was strange. To, it was like a car wreck. Like I couldn't look away. Well, speaking but, uh, of, uh, that's that's pretty bad. But speaking of you know that topic, uh, yeah, today uh, at at work, I, I got to witness an elderly man, probably in his seventies with uh, two elderly women um, in a handicapped parking spot with how a customer described it as um, giving each other oral pleasures. Oh, in the handicapped spot right next to the front door. So Man, that's that was, big right there. That was interesting. I mean, it was, uh, let's just say it made the day a little weird, you know? Yeah, man, I don't know that guy, but shout out to him. I hope it's right? 70. I got that kind of game. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's awesome. We yeah. got a uh, we got a pretty good episode, I think, today. I, I know you've got a, a story that you're going to tell. We got a couple of uh, smaller mm-hmm. stories that we're going to go over. But before we get into any of that, we kind of got to go through the formalities. You know what I mean? We got to stick to an order of things and... That includes you telling a dad joke, because now it's time again. Let us let it roll. And now it is time for Dad Jokes with Brandon. The portion of our show where Brandon tells a dad joke. So I understand you got a dad joke for us. I sure do. So, my wife the other day asked me to put ketchup on our shopping list. The oh, yeah. only bad part was I couldn't read anything after that. Oh, because you put it you put it on the paper. Mm, I did. 
Uh, well, <laughs> did did you did you actually get ketchup at the store at least? I mean, that's the only thing I could see. So yeah, that's all I got. Hey, <laughs> uh, that that felt like a joke on a joke. That was like a, a a joke burger sandwich, and I'm I'm glad that we had that. But uh, the, uh, the the daddy Sammy, you know, dad jokes are are big amongst rednecks. I think rednecks can appreciate dad jokes. You know what else rednecks appreciate? Redneck what do, raves. What else do rednecks appreciate? Redneck raves. That's correct. Redneck raves. And I found a story from the Daily Beast, which I will read to you here, titled, Redneck Rave Descends into Throat Slashing Impalements and Mass Arrests. So go ahead and hold on to your nuts, Brandon. This is a wild story. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to just kind of read some of what it's got here. A massive country music festival in Kentucky this past weekend started off on rocky footing. Police found meth, marijuana, and an open bottle of alcohol in the first vehicle they stopped at the traffic stop point. Now, first and foremost, if they found weed and an open bottle of alcohol, that just seems like an average Saturday night. But they also found meth. But, you know what, though? It's Kentucky, so, you know, shout out to my boy Smurf, but kind of also a regular Saturday night around there, I think. (laughs) So the cop says, well, this doesn't bode well for the weekend, says Edmondson County Sheriff Shane Doyle, which, what a name. Police said that by the end of the five-day bash, dubbed the Redneck Rave, one man had been impaled, one woman had been strangled to the point of unconsciousness, and that's kinky right there, and one throat had been slit. In all, Edmondson authorities arrested 14 people and charged four dozen people from five different states. The event, organized by country rapper Justin Time... Let me say that again. Country (laughs) rapper... Just in time. Just in time sounds like a like a cereal box superhero. Like not even regular cereal. Just like the Cracker Jack of all superheroes. Yeah, man, like an off-brand like, like cereal. Like got his onesie superhero. at the bottom of a Cracker Jacker box. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's the mascot of like. Sweet Flakes, the off-brand Frosted Flakes. He just has a big clock, like Flavor Flav, on his chest, just but in it's, time. But it's man. missing. But it's missing a few of the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all the diamond studs, bro. They got robbed <laughs> like like Hitchbot in Philadelphia. <laughs> um, but I also want to say this man's just in time. The country rapper. I recall when country rap was hitting its its pinnacle, right? The, the most mm-hmm. popular that it ever had or probably ever will be. And I remember people being like, you know what you get when you combine country and rap? Crap. And for them, <laughs> I think that was the most <laughs> clever thing that they ever thought of. But I'll continue here. This took place in the Blue Holler Off-Road Park, and which gotta be a trailer park, and drew Mm -hmm. a crowd of tens of thousands, doubling the population of the unincorporated town of Ali, which is so small it doesn't have a stoplight. Mm 
Redneck rave promoters bragged that they had sold more than 20,000 tickets. The lengthy get-down, advertised as the biggest country party you'll ever go to, boasted a demolition derby, goldfish racing, and a full-scale football game. Now, that sounds pretty lit. I'm not going to lie. That does sound pretty lit. But as the cops from that place, imagine 10,000 dudes named Jeff. Just descending onto your town, man. Like, it's, it's not going to be good. The details of Redneck Rave's incidents are grisly. One person slit a friend's throat. I'm guessing they're not friends anymore. A 29 year old man had allegedly strangled a woman until she passed out, which, again, some people are into that. And one person lost the better part of a finger. That, that wasn't listed. The better part of a finger? <laughs> what, what part of the finger is the worst part? <laughs> My man's just walking around here with that extra pinky. Another was impaled when he drove a side-by-side over a two to three inch log that broke through the bottom of his recreational vehicles. Paramedics left the log inside him as they airlifted him to the hospital. That is one of the craziest things I have ever heard. And I also want to make one more little jokey joke about Just In Time. I had written down here, and I forgot until I looked, Just In Time sounds like any DJ at a strip club. (laughs) I imagine Just In Time being like, Hey, it's your boy, just in time, and speaking of time, for a limited time only, Scarlet is giving half off on dances so she can finance her pregnancy. And then he turns on a Nickelback song. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, absolutely wonderful. Oh, God. It. I mean, there were the goldfish racing, that's something I feel like I would be kind of interested in. Because, I don't know if you are familiar with goldfish, but you can't just buy a goldfish at the store and just throw it in some water because it will die. So, I can just imagine rednecks from every state you can think of bringing in their own little cellophane baggies of goldfish that they bought at the local PetSmart. And just dumping it in this water and the goldfish immediately dies. They're like, well, number 14 is a winner by default since all other contestants are dead. So, go ahead. Since we're talking about people that uh, do some pretty wild and crazy things, you know, real idols, in my opinion, you know. Yeah. Let's let's give a little shout out to my co-host Blake here and being the number one model for natural light we're gonna post this on our instagram so my boy blake having a wet t-shirt contest with himself and a couple cans of natty light just out front doing his thing making all this craze about these whole beer poster things making all these floozies look like they ain't shit so check it out tsb pod on instagram it's definitely worth it I'm definitely going to have one hanging on my wall. For yeah, sure. You, 
you're definitely going to want to see it. You know, I, I took, I, I, I saw, I guess I'll say, all these harlots posting these beer posters half naked, trying to make us men sin, really. Uh, you know, trying to flaunt their wares, you might say. Show off their luggage, others might say, in some sort of a double entendre situation. And I said no more of that. It's time for a big, burly fella to take the game back, okay? You know, I I've been seeing a lot of dudes doing those doudoir pictures. You seen that? Yeah, I have. That's how we take the game back. We can't let these hoes think they got something over on us. We got the eye candy, okay? And so it's time for us fellas to take it back. I had three girls driving around my neighborhood catcalling me the whole time I was out there. Made me feel like a real just a uh, piece of meat, really. But, you know, I do what I do for the people. So yeah, go. He, go he ain't just that. He ain't that ground hamburger, baby. He that filet mignon, that Philip Mignon, baby. Bacon That's right, baby. Wrapped. I ain't Grilled the entree. To perfection. I'm the whole meal. You heard me. Chicken <laughs> strips. I'm talking about the biscuit. I'm talking about the fries and a drink. That's me, baby. <laughs> now, one other thing I want to touch on, just. Ever so briefly, because I know you do have a story to tell, and at the expense of, you know, making this podcast a little bit longer than some of the others in the past, I came across another article by Mirror, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I do want to direct this at our audience who takes pl takes partakes that's that's the word I, I was struggling there listen i may hey, have a, i had faith in you from the beginning i may have a brain tumor um yeah i may not <laughs> <laughs> but uh that i like to think that i do whenever i can't think of words it's, a, it's at least a decent excuse so the title is cannabis smokers warned over terrifying scrometing condition where sufferers can't stop screaming and vomiting. Scrometing is the conjunction of the words screaming and vomiting. That sounds terrible. I can't think of many things I would less like to do. It's got to be projectile at that point. You're screaming. I mean... I feel like anytime I throw up, it's basically like a screaming situation anyways. But if this is somehow worse, here's what they say. Doctors reportedly invented the phrase following the increased number of cases where patients were unable to stop screaming and vomiting in hospitals. Cannabis smokers have now been warned over the emergence of a terrifying new scrometing condition. Doctors in the United States reportedly invented the phrase... And I just said that the condition in identified as, and bear with me here, it's cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome, or CHS, has only been recently recognized by medical experts and has been linked to heavy drug use, and it is on the rise in U.S. states where cannabis has been legalized. Dude, people are literally, you can go read more about it. 
people are smoking so much weed that they are becoming allergic to it. And hmm. they're having scrometing. They're scream vomiting because of all the weed that they smoke. So that directing, is directing that at our listeners who partake in the consumption of the devil's cabbage, if you will, you know, get your lives together, okay? It's, you know, it's weed today, it's heroin tomorrow, big boy. So, you know, either, either put down the weed or prep that vein. But uh, that's, that's all the time I'm going to spend on, on that, okay? Stephen A. Smith voice, get off the weed. <laughs> so, alrighty, that's that's insane. I, I definitely think that'd be very uncomfortable. But now we're going into the segment, the very first ever true stories for the boys. Or true stories with the boys, sorry. Amen. Um, my... Uh, the story is brought to you today by an anonymous source, a good friend of mine, actually. He was unable to be on the show, um, but told me to use his story and use it wisely. And Blake, you've never heard this story. So we are going, I title this story, Dirt Road Anthem. Dude. Okay. That sounds dirty. It's more in more ways than one. Okay, so so a friend of mine, okay, he's he's at a concert. I went to a Cody Johnson concert, and uh, you know he's with this girl, and she you know definitely has a little too much to drink, you know. So he figures, okay, you know, uh, it's about that time to head out. She's getting pretty drunk, so he picks her up, throws her over his shoulder, carries her half a mile up a hill. To his truck. Throws now, her in the passenger she, seat. She was like falling down drunk is what you're saying, right? Like not... Like full on limp. Just... Okay. Yeah, so it's not just, like he was just like, time to go and just picks no, up this like competent... she was, she was, she was like at that point and uh, was just, you know, it was just that time to get out of there. And he, and he told gotcha. her, all right, let's go. And then by the time they got out, she was stumbling and, and everything. And, uh... You know, so he puts her in the, the passenger seat of the vehicle, and he walks around to the other side. Well, he gets in the other side, and she's completely naked by the time. Like, going from dead, limp, drunk to being completely naked by the time he gets in the driver's seat. So he gets in the driver's seat, and he's like, okay, I'm going to take you home. Well, while they're driving, she's trying to convince him to screw. And he's like, no, you're too drunk. You know, I'm not doing that, not taking advantage of you, that kind of thing. Well, then she's at the point where she's getting mad, right? So he finally decides to let her give him some roadhead. So, you know, she's topping my boy up. And they get up to a stoplight. There's a cop right next to him. Well, she decides that she wants to come up for a little bit of air. And he said, nope. And shoved her right back down. <laughs> and then, so after all of this, this time and, and everything like that, he's like, you know, okay, he's like, fine. So if we screw, he's like, I got to go grab some protection. I got to wrap it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he pulls over. He goes into the gas station. He gets a Starbucks coffee and a pack of gum. <laughs> Comes out, t- tells her that they're sold out. Well, <laughs> anyways, I guess she was very persuasive. So anyway, so, so she up. made him use the Starburst wrappers. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, Starbucks Starbucks coffee, a little cold frappuccino thing, and a pack of gum. You know what I mean? That Orbit, you know. And, uh, yeah, sweet mint. And uh, She was going to need some Orbit. She got a dirty mint. Man, I'm telling you. So, anyway, so then they end up, like, finding a parking spot. She's getting mad to the point that he's, like, fine. So he pulls over. You know, they do what they do. And uh, so he's taking her home. Now, this is where it gets interesting. So, mind you, she is drunk as hell, and she's completely naked. They're driving, and she lives down dirt road. Well, they're driving down dirt road about 15, about 15 mile an hour. It was a pretty rough dirt road. And she's like, yo, I got to pee. And he's like, hey, it's okay. We're almost to your house. And she's like, no, nah, I got to pee now. And he said, well, just wait a minute. And she's like, No. And the next thing you know, he turns, and they're doing 15 mile an hour down the road. She opens the door and dips. <laughs> and I'm, I'm kidding you not. She is rolling down the dirt road, pissing on herself. <laughs> like, like when he turned, she opened the door, and he just flung her out. Didn't even turn. She was, they were driving like 15 mile an hour and she opened the door and just like went to take a step out like they weren't moving and just fucking ate shit. She's a projecto-cito, cuz. Pretty much. So then he's like, all right, uh, this isn't good. So he gets out freaking out, right? And she's pissed because she's covered in her own piss and mud from her piss. And dirt. Is she still you know, naked? Just... Oh, yeah, 100%. Naked as a jaybird in her birthday suit. And uh, <laughs> so she gets in the truck, and uh, he, <laughs> she said, where's my underwear? So he grabs her underwear. So now she's obviously really mad. So they get home, get to her house, and she's like, do you need me to help? You know, do you need me to help you to your door? And she's like, nah, I'm good. He's like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, I'm positive. Gets out walks straight into a pole and knocks herself out. <laughs> Completely unconscious? Unconscious, like out like a light. <laughs> and this is 2.30 in the morning, and she had snuck out of her parents' house. This poor girl's got a rough cup of it, boy. So he picks her up, sets her on the front porch like an abandoned baby, rings the doorbell, and runs to his truck and peels out. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody leaving a baby at the fire department, bro. Dude. And so, this is where, <laughs> this is even better, right? So, the following week, um, I was going to our rodeo, our, our rodeo back in Arkansas. And uh, we got to the rodeo. I was hauling a, I had a, a horse there that was going to do some barrel racing and stuff like that. So, I hauled a horse uh, down to the rodeo. Hey, uh, cowboy friend, Cole. Well, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we used to breed them, you know. So we had a, uh, a <laughs> oh, stuntman Cole. <laughs> a friend of mine was going to barrel race one of our horses, so I hauled it over there. Anyways, so I'm walking around looking for this this guy, right? This anonymous source, and uh, and I'm like, hey man, uh, I call him like, where you at? He's like, I'm at the rodeo. I was like, okay. I was like, I'll find you. So I'm walking around. Next thing you know, my boy comes around the corner, grabs my shirt, and rips as hard as he can and says, we got to go. And is like like speed walking, dragging me. I'm like, what is happening? And he's like, we got to go now. 
and he pulls me around the corner and I'm like, and I stop him. I'm like, dude, what is going on? And he said, she's here. I said, what do you mean she's here? He said, dirt road anthem. And I said, you're kidding me. Where? He said, see that girl over there? And I said, yeah. He said, look at her arm. This girl had a full on splint over her entire forearm. Oh no. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what girl? He the one with the bruised out. knees. He is freaking out. He's like, dude, I have to leave now. And I'm like, bro, you're fine. Let's just go to the other side. So later, come to find out, she had actually fallen off a horse like two days later and fractured <laughs> her wrist. And it was nothing to do with her, like with him, right? But how he came to tell me this whole story, other than being a you know his best friend, is he had like this really nice like Bose wireless speaker in the back of his truck. And I'm like, oh, dude, yeah. that's a sick speaker. Where'd you get that? And he said, bro, I've got a story to tell you. And it just so happened that this chick, and he tells me the story, had left the speaker in his truck and he had blocked her number after he ditched her on her front porch and didn't want to give the speaker back. I think that's a, <laughs> I think that's a crime. <laughs> she left it in his truck. I think that's that theft. becomes his property, you know. Yeah, hey, possession is nine tenths of the law. That is, <laughs> that is correct. Hey, but, it's, sorry, go ahead. No, it's just. I mean, you talk about a crazy one, man. It's a. Uh, I mean, shout shout out to him for keeping the game going. But golly, I, I just I can't I can't imagine going through something like that. Yeah, dude, that's like makeup on testicles, dude. That's pretty nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the dad jokes are rubbing off. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, it does remind me, though. You said that he saw her. She was in that splint and it ended up that uh, she had fallen off of a horse. It reminds me of a quick story, and I'll tell it kind of in closing here. I knew a guy one time who he knew this girl who had just moved to Tennessee from some northern state and they became friends and they were riding around and she was asking him why some of our stop signs here have um, white borders and some of them don't and he told her that the ones that don't have white borders are just a suggestion to stop and the ones with white borders are like you definitely have to stop and he thought that she knew that he was just kidding. But the next time he saw her, she was in a wheelchair. Oh, no. Yeah. And he didn't say whether or not it was due to a vehicle accident. But, you know, you make your own mind up about that. So. Oh, man. I can't even imagine. Oh, man. That is oh, that's horrible. Just absolutely horrible. But. Anywho, well, you have anything else? No, I just want to thank you guys again for all the love and support. Go check us out. You guys definitely need to go see Blake's uh, Natural Light poster on our on our Instagram, TSB Pod, True Story Bro Podcasts. Uh, you guys definitely, definitely, definitely go check it out. Give us a like. Give us a review. Uh, give us a give us a rating, preferably five stars, because you know we them boys. Um, but yeah, if there's uh, if there's also if there's anything that you guys would like to hear on our podcast, um, you know that's a little different out of the ordinary, make sure you guys reach out and let us know. Blake, you got anything else? 
Yeah, I mean, I think you pretty much covered it. Hey, if you do go look at that picture, uh, make sure your girlfriend's not in the room or your significant other. Like, I don't, I don't want to be the reason for them leaving. But yeah, view that at your own risk. Uh, like Brandon said, thanks everybody for viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks everybody for all the love. We will catch you in the next one.